When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello Aston Villa fans and welcome to Aston Villa 1 Nottingham Forest 1 post-match show 1 where I've no idea, I've no words anymore, I've no words to describe how, I've no words to describe how, um, how scared this team played tonight. Um... In lots of ways, uh, we were. If 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 you're supposed to, if you're if you're a team that that mimics what your manager, um, your manager's mindset, we went out. Then Stephen Gerrard must be terrified for his job. No, we were four games unbeaten. Once again, we have to. We absolutely have to bear that in mind. We're four games un- unbeaten, but that isn't buttering any parsnips, guys. It's not buttering any parsnips because the, the product in the field is just woeful. Um, it's really poor, really poor. We were dug out like, uh, okay, before before I get into a lot of things in this, the, the synopsis of this game for me was uh, Emmanuel Dennis scores a header and was easily the worst player in the whole entire field for the rest of the game. But that header comes from lack of concentration from Tyrone Mings, Matty Cash. Nobody knew who was to pick him up. He didn't even move. He just stayed there. Cross comes in. He heads it into the back of the net. Like, you know, that's that's gift stuff. That's that's gift wrapping a goal to Nottingham Forest, who couldn't get out of their own half prior to that. Couldn't get out of their own half. Couldn't get out of their way. All they wanted to do was attack down the left-hand side prior to that. Matty Cash had Brennan Johnson in his pocket all day long and was able to attack. And we were building something. We looked okay. We still couldn't get any cutting edge. First 15 minutes, we looked like we were coming there to get something from it. And then guess what? We pulled out the big Smith and Weston and blew a hole in our foot. That's what we did. We shot ourselves in the foot. I'm not 100% sure it was even a foul from Mings, you know, I think that's a big man, small man tackle. I think Mings is well entitled to stand his ground there. But look, they get given. I'm not saying that the referee did anybody dirty in that instance. So you see them given sometimes, you don't in other instances. I almost guarantee you if that's Vir- Virgil van Dijk, that's not a free. Beside the point, you still need to defend that. It was a tame free. It was actually a pretty useless free, to be honest with you. It was shoulder height when it came into the box. Somebody should be getting a head onto that. The reason we don't get a head onto it, because everybody is moving. They're just parts like the sea. And Dennis is just standing there, and nobody has tracked any run. Because he didn't make a run. There were tracking runs that, that weren't even there. There was people pulling back towards the, towards the, the penalty spot. There was people going towards the, the front post. And Emmanuel Dennis didn't even run. And it's just really, really, really self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. Everything is self-inflicted for Aston Villa this season. It's so self-inflicted. 
And Paddy's after joining there, but I'm just going to kind of get this. I'll bring him on in a moment because I don't, I, I don't want to lose my train of thought. Because then we go up and then Ashley Young scores an absolute thunderbolt to his right foot. An absolute snapshot. A shot that no one expected him to take. I'm not even sure he expected it to go through the players that were there. It nestles perfectly in the bottom corner. Brilliant. We're one all. And straight away, we come back again then four minutes later. Ollie Watkins puts it in the back of the net, but he's offside. He should never have been offside for that goal. Never in a million years. Nor the person the other side of him. I can't. I don't remember who it was. It was probably Buendia. I'm not 100% sure who it was. They sh we should not be offside there. It's lack of detail. It's lack of judgment. It's lack of... of um, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's just... It's like... like I can guarantee you a million euros Sergio Aguero is not offside in that instance there because he tracks his run properly. And he knows he doesn't need to force his way into that position because there's no defender behind him. Ali Watkins could have taken all day to be in that position. That's fine. We're not blaming Ali Watkins for tonight. For 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 tonight. We can blame him for that 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 specific specific thing. The rest of the game was played in utter sheer, utter fear. Utter fear. A fear of being caught in the break, a fear of not being able to break down the team. We went back and forth across the field. We didn't go through the center at all. We cannot. This team is allergic to playing the ball through the center. It's allergic. And when it does, it has to move and pass it out or we have to get an overlap from a fullback. And yeah, that's fine. But when we've had 20 passes in front of, in front of this Nottingham Forest midfield, and don't get me wrong, they were very difficult to break down. Fueler is a great... Um, uh, he was very good tonight. He just stood in the way and he did things that he needed to do. Kayata is an old dog for a long road as well. He was able to do that. Ryan Yates was a scut tonight. All he did was throw himself to the floor and then was coming in with niggly tackles to everybody. He was just, uh, he was an antagonist tonight. It was what he was. And uh, he got his face on TV quite a lot because of it. Jacob Ramsey took the bait once or twice with him as well. But the team, I thought, were terrified to try something because they were like they knew that if, if we lost this game 2-1 there was going to be an absolute eruption but like the thing here as well is drawing at one all doesn't butter any parsnips as I said because the team still looks completely disjointed and um, Dan Bardell said it I think on uh, on uh, Twitter and he absolutely took the words right out of my mouth unless we have something like a bolt from the blue or an individual piece of magic, or somebody taking a chance, we do not have any game plan in how to score goals. None whatsoever. Like, you're telling me the crossing the ball is still a viable option. You're telling me the crossing the ball is still a viable option. Well, I know you're not. But what's, what I'm being told by the player on, on the field at the moment is, is Stephen Gerrard seems to believe that if we cross the ball in enough times, we will get enough goals. It's not worked. It didn't work for Dean Smith. Hasn't worked for, for Stephen Gerrard in the previous 25 games or whatever that he's, he's managed so far. Why are we still continuing with this? Why can't, why can't we figure a way out to play it through in the middle? Why can't we pull players out of position? Why do we play it around in front of them? Like, it really annoys me. The Buendia really annoyed me tonight because I, I just thought, I just looked at him and I went, well, this is why I won't start you. This is why I won't start you because, like, you're everywhere but the position you should be at times because you're trying too hard to make things work, happen. Now, is that, a, is that a plus point? Yes, it is. It probably shows that he wants to get into the team the next time. But, like, I'm looking at him and I'm going, for a team that's so out of structure and attack as it is, that's, that's making us even more out of structure at times. And then for Philippe Coutinho to hide out in the wings at times as well keeps us massively out of structure too. And I just don't know what to believe anymore when I look at that because when the ball went to Watkins, he was either backing into his man, fell on his bum, or 
we couldn't get the ball down, we couldn't pass it around. Like, what are we not seeing here? What are we as fans not seeing that every other person that's connected with Steven Gerrard here is seeing up there with this with this tactic, with this system? You can put whoever you want in this system. It ain't going to work. Do you know why it's not going to work? Because the players are terrified and they know they can't play it. I'm going to bring in Paddy because I'm getting a bit, bit wound up and I said I didn't want to get wound up because... When I lose control in the podcast, I start giving it large and I start effing and blinding all over the place. I listen back to the podcast and I worry for about two or three days about what I said because I don't like I don't like going all two-footed in and stuff like that. And this club takes so much at times and I don't want them to do that to me anymore. So I'm going to bring in Paddy, who I know can articulate in a way like only Paddy can. And I'm going to sit back and I'm going to stew and I'm going to be like a bold child in the corner and I'm going to have a face in me like thunder. Paddy, you're back. When do you ever sit in the corner and be quiet? <laughs> I just can't. I just, Paddy, I just, I don't know. Like, uh, like, is is the last thirty years of football that I've watched a lie with regards to what I've seen? Is is even the last? Is even Saturday's football that I watched and what you've seen things that work? Is that all a mirage and a lie? Because that's not what we're being, what we're being uh, subjected to out in the field at times today. It's, oh, yes, okay, we're not losing. It's four games without a loss. And I that's always gets thrown back by people who don't watch Aston Villa time in, time out. They, we're watching performances like this since mm. since January 2021. 20, yeah, January 2021. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you, you've had the nail on the people that are, like, I put my phone away at one stage just before I have time because... People are messaging me that, that know nothing about Aston Villa are going, what yeah. the hell is going on here? And you know what? I'm I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed at how we played tonight. I'm embarrassed for the the, the co- whatever the coaching team is. Like, that game was lost on the training ground this week. It wasn't lost on the pitch today. They went out playing in fear of losing the game and never got going. Jesus. Never got into it. It's just, it's, it's bereft of any ideas. We we had the embarrassing situation of conceding a goal, and uh, Gerard having a, a, a set two with his with his uh, set piece coach or whatever he is. I don't know what he does. I'd love to have um, that job security. I'd love to have Austin McPhee's job security. The fact that I can come yeah. into work and basically like and put out stuff like that week in week out. First time when we had him at start the last season, yeah, we scored one or two, one or two things from set pieces. Everybody was going, "Oh, Danny Murphy." And we we I gave it to Danny Murphy about that. Aston McPhee literally, he's done I don't know. I don't know, guys. Like like there, there comes a time when you've to look at it and say, "Okay, Aston, maybe we maybe the time you're you're taking up in the training field we can actually we can actually put into putting ball in the back of the net from open play because we certainly aren't getting it from your way we three three direct free kicks today hit him straight at the wall but the big thing was like we were it, ah forget you, it you didn't it. you didn't need me Neil you're just giving all the points that I was lining up to say can I just say thank you very much to Rod Humble to Rod Humble I really appreciate that Rod thank you that's that's way too kind thank you and these players are better than that we need Premier League, league level coaching my last 11 minutes of just trying to pluck what's in my mind and put it out that's exactly what I wanted to say we need Premier League level coaching we really do and we're just not getting it thanks Rod and, and look it, 
the, the book stops with the people making the decisions now. I'm sorry, but I said it last week that that the time was up, and then I said, "Oh, I'll give them. I'll give them till this week." We're playing Forest. We should turn them over fairly easy. That was despicable today. It was absolutely awful from start to finish, with the exception of the goal. What 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 else was there to cheer about in there? Forrest absolutely played us. And I don't mean played well. They played us. They went down. They slowed the game down. That Yates fella is an absolute shithouse. He's not even related to a footballer. All he's in there to do is cause fucking trouble. How that fella is the captain of a Premier League team is fucking beyond me. Because he's he absolutely was, was something like the fifth different captain they've had this season. Useless. Absolutely useless, that fella. But he did the job. He wound everybody up. Um, Douglas Luiz could still get a red card for that head, but you know the fact that he put the head forward, he could still get it. We we let them wind us up from the start, and we shouldn't have got involved. Too many players got involved. Ramsey got involved. Buendia got involved. It's, it's like they're just a lack of leadership from from everybody. We've nothing. 100%. We've no the leader. Only, and, and I can't believe I'm saying this. The only leader in the club is a player who's probably too old to be playing at that level. And that's Ashley Young. And look what he's done in the last three or four games. He's been absolutely unbelievable. But there's other than him, I can't, I can't see any leaders. I'm, lo- I'm looking at a coaching ticket that are sitting on their hands. I don't know what they're offering. I honestly don't know what they're offering. I don't know what Gerrard's offering. I definitely don't know what Austin McPhee is offering. Neil Critchley, we've never heard from him. We don't know what he does. We had a discussion today, didn't Tom Culshaw's name came up, it was his birthday, we forgot he was there. All of these things, I like it's just it's just a shit show around Gerard for me. And I, I just don't know where we're going with it. I just can't for the life of me see a way out from where we are. If we if he if he goes out next week, I think Chelsea will spank us and we play like that next week. And it, it's not going to get any easier. You know, we've 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 two games against Man United on the horizon, we've Brentford, it's just Newcastle, like, why sit around now and wait for the World Cup? If there's someone out there that we can bring in and wants to do it, I see a few people saying, does Pochettino actually want to come? Would he have the fight for that battle? Probably not. Probably wouldn't have the fire in his belly for that. But look, we, we need something different. I don't know where it's going to come from. Um, the book has to stop with Gerrard. He didn't sign enough players. He didn't sign enough quality for me. Now we're left with the same team as we had last year. So, uh, yeah, I'm 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 gone beyond the the paddy that came on last week and was just roaring with rage. I'm just completely deflated, disheartened, and most of all, embarrassed at that performance tonight. When you end the game with essentially four attacking players, and all we can muster is a header from Cameron Archer that goes directly across the goals out the other side of the box. I'm nearly certain we didn't get a shot. And this is not me having a, having a crack at Archer. But like no. what I'm saying here... John McGinn's like, in the same thing. John McGinn's, don't talk to me about John McGinn's diving header. Oh, my God. First of all, 10 minutes before that, he crosses the ball in with his left foot. And I swear to God, I could have farted the ball in better from across. Then that was that was shocking. He had a stinker tonight, unfortunately. And I was praising him beforehand. His game against Leeds was pretty good. Thought he mm-hmm. was coming back to his old self again. 
tonight did not work for Jam again, unfortunately. But then again, I don't think it worked for a lot of players. I thought Douglas Louise was pretty okay in the middle of the park, coming into the pivot role. But then again, it was an easy role for him to play because there was no pressure on him. Emmanuel Dennis wasn't putting pressure that much pressure on our back line at all. Ashley Young was very good. Matty Cash got up and down the lines all okay. I thought Ramsey... Uh, there was there was there was times when uh, there's there's a thing that's beginning to annoy me about Ramsey, and it's when he's trying to play that those those one two passes and those uh, uh, triangles in and around the box, and I just don't know does he have the fleet of foot to get around those yet, or what's happening, or maybe I just don't know. It's beginning to kind of annoy me. He does it quite a lot, and then sometimes when he's the wall in those in those triangles as well, he ends up giving away a freeze because he leans across his man and and. I, you know, arguably for our goal, he could have given away a free. They're actually even talking about it as well. There's, there's bits and pieces there, but yeah, I did, yeah. And, and look, I suppose, yeah, you can look at it in two ways. The fact that he got up and started pushing, to, pushing people twice. Does that show passion? Does that show a lack of lack of discipline? I don't know. Look, you can spit it whatever way you want. I don't really care about those incidents at all. But for me, it's so like for me, I, I, it's going to come back to the front three. Like, how have we got a front three? of Coutinho, Watkins, and Buendia on the field today. And literally all we do is play show pony in front of their back four. Offered nothing. Coutinho, for five, Coutinho like. for five minutes went out after the halftime with a flea in his ear and, and put it about and then just stopped again. As a result, was taken off. Uh, Watkins, again, offered nothing. Offside all night. Very frustrating footballer to watch for me. Um, Buendia... Just couldn't get up to the pace of the game. Be that that he just hasn't had enough Premier League minutes in the legs. I don't know. And John McGinn, I watched John McGinn there walking off at the end. He he looks like a beaten man. Mm. This, it needs to be freshened up. Look, a, a guy said a guy mentioned something to me today um, as a short term option for about eighteen months. Marcelo Bielsa, <laughs> he'd whip them into shape. Yeah, but. <laughs> But, but Paddy, like, like that. This is the thing. I, I we don't have players to to bomb forward. Like, like we don't have the players to play. So actually, do you know what? Only for the fact he was signed for Sevilla, Jorge Sampaoli would be the man. The, the, that's that, that's Bielsa's like love child. Uh, mm. <laughs> to, to bring in there. Uh, but no, look, and we won't talk about managers now because it's just frustrating and. Um, we will talk about the one that we have and the fact that it, we're, yeah. we're finding it so difficult to do the basics right, guys. Like, there was one stage there, uh, and this isn't this isn't going to turn into a show that's just constantly battering and, and, and having a go at Ollie Watkins. But tonight, was once again, was not another good performance from him. He didn't hold the ball up well. He fell in his... I, I, I was very harsh on him. him. I was very harsh on him last week. I'm not as harsh on him this week. I, I said it the minute I come on. This game was lost on the training ground this week. Yeah. The, player, the players did not go out in the right frame of mind for me. That's why we that's why we didn't win the game today. Not because Ollie Watkins was, was poor. He wasn't the only one that was poor. Like Ming's brain fart going into that challenge for the for the, the goal for the free kick. Stupid challenge. I don't, um, I, there was I, a num- I, there was a I, number I, of them that we were we were goaded into. Uh, Luis, I, I, I wouldn't if I, if I if I was a ref, I probably wouldn't be given the free for, free against Mings. I just think I think Manuel Dennis tries to run through him, and I think I think as I was saying before, and if that's if that's Virgil Van Dijk, if that's Harry Maguire, I don't think that's a free. 
Um, I think it's just one of those ones you see it given, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But um, you know, uh, but it's it's it that that's look the free kick was woeful, you know the free kick was shoulder height the whole way in nearly, and yeah. uh, from my memory that is, and, and we all just moved. Everyone expected him to run to the front post, and he just stood where he was. Bang, hit yeah. gone, shot ourselves in the foot, gone. Mm -hmm. And sorry, actually, just in case I'm offending anybody who has actually shot themselves in the foot before, I'm not offending you, and I do so I feel sorry for your plight because, uh, yeah, just in case we have anybody who has shot themselves in the foot. Um, I don't I know, lads. All is not lost here. It's it, if if the right decision was made, or we could turn this around. We have the players there to do it. I just I just don't know whether we have the guidance or the leaders to, to make these decisions. Either on the pitch or off the pitch, I'm just, I'm just baffled now. I, I really don't know where we're going. Um, I like I, I can't see any, any uh, bringing up shotguns again. But I don't think there's going to be a shotgun decision done anytime soon. I think I think he will get a chance until the World Cup at least, and you know that could be the best thing to happen to us because somebody might come in with it with it, with a virtually a preseason. Most of the players are still going to be there. Look, I, I I I don't want to I don't want to be as negative as I am. I'm just I'm just beaten by it all at this stage. You know, there was so much promise at the start of the season. Everything looked good. The preseason was excellent. We were excellent in the preseason games. We went out and played against Bournemouth, and I think that has us scarred ever since. I think he's afraid of his life of another performance like Bournemouth. And Everton Everton was shocking when we beat them. Uh, we played very well against Man City, but did we actually play well? It's probably probably a bit of a myth at this stage, I think. Maybe we got a bit lucky and got Man City on an off day. Um, we're unbeaten in four games, which is one positive, but we're still... The difference is we win today, we're ninth, we're in the top half. We're not now, we're, we're, two, point, we're two places outside relegation. And unfortunately, that's the form that we're showing. So what are we, a point a game again? We're nine, nine games... Nine points. We're a quarter away through the season now, aren't we? Yeah. Just well, just under, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, there we go. So I'm, I'm, I, uh, I'm just. Paddy, what, 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 what do you think? Uh, like, uh, and Patrick, I'm not having a go at you here. Just, I think it's a good, a good discussion point. What we're not seeing is that this group of players are not good enough. Too many championship level players, but for the fans would be, oh, we've played this, but it's Gerard's fault. Uh, we we have good players, but it's Gerard's fault. Cop on. Um, I disagree. I disagree that the players mm -hmm. are that there's too many championship level players in this team. And you know why I disagree? Because a lot of them are international standard, and a lot of them are have played in the Premier League uh, for other teams before, and. You know, I think that if, if we were to put the majority, if we were to put every single one of our players up for sale in the morning, I think the majority of them, actually, I'd probably think every single one of them goes to a Premier League team. Um, and it is Gerard's fault. I, I, I think a lot of it is Gerard's fault because we've shown zero creativity. And and that does come from coaching, I'm afraid. That's that's just my view on it anyway. Paddy, what, just on, on the whole point of championship level players that we have on our team. I think that that's why that's why some of the fans are so so annoyed is because yeah yeah everyone and, and knows we get into other I, Premier League squads I, good Premier League squads I think I, I I'm not I'm not disagreeing with, with you or Patrick but when when you go yeah. through it Konza, Mings Cash McGinn Watkins Louise, all came Ramsey. up from the 
all came up from That's the right. championship. I, I'm saying they were playing they were playing at championship level before they came into the Premier League. So That's there, there is a lot there's a lot of champion championship players in there. Um, you know, he's he's not far off the off the mark there, Patrick. And you know, my biggest bugbear is that we didn't push the we didn't push the boat out and, and buy more players. We've invested so much in Coutinho and now we're hamstrung with his wages and what and what it's gonna cost us for the next number of years. And like there's the, and there's no getting away from it. Coutinho and Jared are gonna be forever tied at the hip. It's going to be it's going to be his legacy like his his legacy could have been Coutinho who shot us to to European football. But now it's Coutinho, as you mentioned, that's on X hundred grand a week that yeah. we're not going to see back and we're not seeing a return in the investment for him. We're just not. And it's it's not like you could like a lot of people can 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 blame Johan Lang and stuff like that for their signings, and rightly so. That's his job. His job is to is to to scout players and to, and to purchase them. I think we've got some very good players in this team. We really do. It's like, a, the potential is there. That's what I've said that since since we came on. That's what's annoying me the most. There is enough quality there, but Patrick is right. There's a lot of championship players there that have come up, but they but, they've proved their, they've proved their worth. They proved they're good enough to be in that team. It's just whatever mindset they're in at the moment is the wrong mindset and somebody needs to sort it out fast because there's a defeatist attitude, there's a defensive attitude, there's nothing going forward, there's no options, there's no, there's nothing changing. He, he's reluctantly changing things and I, I just I just can't see where he's going with it. I, I, I have honestly no idea what his end game is. Like He can sit around and wait for Camara and like even Diego Carlos isn't a huge loss because has done okay the last few weeks, but we're, we miss Kamara and his influence in that midfield definitely. I, I would love to be. I'd love to be watching him in there. And he, I'd love he's, to be watching him in there, but we're not scoring goals. But Kamara isn't can, going to score goals for us. We're not scoring goals in that system. That system is this made. Is that system is made for a big striker. We said it earlier. He never bought it. It's, it's, it's never, made for a focal point striker, which we certainly don't have. We don't no. have it anywhere in this club, and and like, like, yeah. Look, I I worked myself up into a ladder again, um, over the whole, uh, over, yeah. Look, we just don't have it. We don't have it there, and we won't be able to play like like four three three. At what stage should we just turn around and say four three three doesn't work? It's not working for this group of players. Let's find mm. a new, let's find a new formation. But no, we're playing first of all. They were inverted wingers. Now they're actual wingers. And still, we're getting no penetration. We have to go wide. Like, genuinely, it's it's like, like I could go full-on Vincent van Gogh sometimes watching this game and just fucking cut off my ear in frustration for some strange... Like, going wide and crossing the ball in, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills when I'm watching it. It is just... I feel like I'm in a psychedelic dream watching it. What do we think we are? Who do our players think we are? Are do like like what do they think? What do they see that we don't see? I can't get it. I can't get my head around we're, this. And we're, we're, pro again, we're probably lo we're probably losing people because Gerard's talking. But I I'm just glad I'm not listening to him tonight. I can't I can't get my head around whatever whatever tribe he's going to throw up. So as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> you can listen to him all you like because I had enough of him after last week. Can I say something? Emmy Martin has plucked one out of the sky tonight from that shot from... Coyote. Coyote. 
Yeah. Kayette can get a shot on target. Why can't our midfielders get a shot on target? <laughs> because they go say. with their heads instead of their feet when they should have went with their feet. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we, we get so many shots blocked as well, you know, don't we? We get so many. Mm. Like, I'd say McGinn had three shots blocked. I'd say Coutinho had shots blocked. We had three, three free kicks shot uh, blocked. Um, Watkins, I didn't get a shot blocked. You know, and, and yeah, okay, I'm okay for a fella to just swing a leg at it and, and, and see what happens, but I'd say I, I would if you see Stato, if you're watching, can you please try and find to see if we have the most blocked shots of uh, in the Premier League uh, this season? Because it just seems that we uh, we never have, uh, we never get, we never even get the shots to trouble the goalkeeper, you know, from time to time. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, look, today was a frustrating one, as have been pretty much every game this season has been frustrating. You know, whether we've been 2-0 two, two up against Everton and then conceding on goal at the back post straight away after scoring the second goal, whether it's been the demo, like the, the absolute capitulation against Crystal Palace when we should have gone there and we should have <coughs> been more resolute, whether it's been Bournemouth, bless yourselves, whatever denomination you are, you know, let's, let's get that one out of our mind because certainly the club hasn't gotten it out of our mind yet. Like, realistically, the only game that we could have could have come away and maybe kind of browbeat her and beat our chests about was maybe the Man City game. But, like, you know, we, we won against Southampton. It was ugly. It was really ugly. We drew against Leeds, a game that we should have come away from, come away with, with three points, doing 10 men up for most of the mm. second half. Zero creativity again. Zero creativity from a front line that's worth the bones of 100 million. And I know that might, might be an awful lot in 2022. But then you go up against Forrest again, front line worth the bones of 100 million. You know, we should be, I'm not, and this is not denigrating Forrest. They're really well drilled tonight. Um, but like the thing that I, the thing that Forrest showed tonight that we, we have never really shown is. Isn't the fact that what that you want, Neil? <laughs> um, yeah. And nothing interview from, yeah. Yeah. Actually I did. In fairness, I did want that. I did want that. Both time. Both time. As long as he didn't offend anyone in the interview, I think I'm okay. Um, Look, the, the, but like this we, is... we we've no Ryan Yates. What I'm getting at here on our teams, like we like when we go against teams whereby we've no right to get something out of it. And I'm not saying Forrest has no right to get something out of this today. We weren't good enough to win this game. We've no Ryan Yates who win there and slow down play and 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 shit house and and wind people up and everything like that. We've no player who can do that. We've none because even at that level, we're just that small little bit leaderless. End of. Anyway, that's exactly it. Anyway, guys, I think we're going to leave it there at that. I think the Villa View is starting in three minutes' time, so uh, I don't want to cross over there on that. I'm sure that they will maybe have a, a more nuanced view of this. Thank you so much to everybody who watched. If you could give this a quick thumbs up before you leave, if you could subscribe, if you're not already a subscriber to the channel, we'd really, really appreciate it. Better days will be coming for Aston Villa Football Club. They just have to at some stage, uh, but I'm beginning to get a small a bit sick of waiting. We've been told, wait. Uh, when we got promoted, because you know this is a holding pattern, we've been told wait then for second season syndrome. We were told wait in January transfer windows because now isn't the time to try to to purchase. And then we were brought. Then Stephen Gerrard is brought in. We were told waiting to give him a, a an off season. I'm beginning to get a bit frustrated of waiting for things to happen here, and I think that's probably where the fan base is at the moment. And exactly. Answers on a postcard and let us know if you guys are the, are the same in the comments below. But I think the word that I'm go, the phrase I'm going to end this with is I'm beginning to get a small bit frustrated with being told to wait for something to click in or that something else needs to happen or that, oh, oh when this happens, we'll be okay. 
skin to get small. I'm beginning to lose faith in that. And I'm not beginning to believe it as much anymore. And that's where things for me begin to get a bit ropey. So, um, yeah, listen, four games unbeaten. Let's take that as a positive. But things need to get better and they need to get better quick with the games that we have on the horizon. Thanks very much to you, Paddy, as always. Thanks to everybody who's watching. Really appreciate it. Villa versus Chelsea this coming Sunday. Super Sunday, one o'clock kickoff. We'll be back with a post, uh, uh, preview show. We will be with we will be here with a um, a team sheet tantrum on Sunday, and uh, we won't be back with a post game show until much later in the afternoon, uh, because I will be away for most of Sunday. So thanks very much, everybody, for sticking with us. Uh, let's hope that that stuff improves really, really quickly. And all that's left to say is up the villa, up the villa. Podcast Network.